ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hey, what's up, CP family? Today we are discussing the new sermon series called Half-Hearted, where Pastor Tom opened us up with half-hearted commitment. We are walking through the book of Malachi, as Pastor Tom said, verse by verse, paragraph by paragraph, where we're discussing the conversation that God is having with his people. All right. So thank you for joining me today. Today we have Kyla and Britton on the podcast. Hello. um, Pastor Tom brought the next part of the uh, Half-Hearted series today, and we're discussing Malachi. He goes into, you know, relationships, goes into divorce a little bit. And so he talks a little bit about his first crush. And so I wanted to throw it out there to you. Does anybody have a good first crush story? I do. Okay. I, it's just more goofy on me, and I haven't changed a bit. My <laughs> my game is no better. But in sixth grade, uh, similar to Pastor Tom's story, it was a Valentine's Day thing. Girl I liked for a long time. She liked me. Um, but I was very nervous with with the opposite sex of uh, at that age. And so I got her something special, kind of like Pastor Tom did, a teddy bear mm-hmm. with some chocolates, and okay. everybody else just got little cards and stuff. I got her something special, and I couldn't bring myself to approach her and give it to her. So I waited till the end of the day, right before they dismissed my group, which was the pickup students, and I went behind her when they had dismissed us. I put the teddy bear on her head and <laughs> ran as so fast real. as I could so nice. out of the room. That's smooth, smooth. <laughs> How we, about you, Kyla? Anything? Oh, is it? <laughs> no, not, I can't top that. <laughs> no one put a teddy bear on my head in the sixth grade, so really. <laughs> Did you guys have those? Um, like, such a shame. I know. I remember in in, uh, in high school, they had like matchmaker things for, for Valentine's Day. Did you guys have those where you answered like a questionnaire and everybody in the school did it? And then it gave you percentage, like how much you matched with people in the high school. No. Yes, in high school. Yeah, yes, right? I what? do. I forgot. It. Yes, do absolutely. Those? Yeah. Those and no one ever. Crazy. I never like okay, reached out to the it? person, but like Avery and you went to the same high school. We did. Did you? Oh, so his, his wife. Oh. It was like they they did, put they would put like a hundred people on there, and so it would yeah. be like here's your top, you know, people. But Avery was definitely not on my top because <laughs> I feel like I would have remembered that. But so I wonder who is at Avery's list. Uh, I don't know. She probably saved it. Yeah, she, she saved she... it in a little jewelry box somewhere. Um, You're at like the top waiting. of hers, and <laughs> yeah, oh no. But so anyway, um, Pastor Tom kind of go in, went into um, marriages, went into divorce. Uh, first thing that I kind of uh, t- uh, wrote down was that he kind of went over um, mixed marriages and dating non Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting off in the in the dating game and getting into you know dating non Christians, he talked a little bit about you know dating with the purpose of converting that person because you know <laughs> missionary dating. Yep, we all, we've all you know, ex- or a lot of people have gone through that, and I know that you know that's that's something that people really get into is like oh well I'm just gonna date them they're gonna you know convert while we're dating you know I'll show them show them Christ through this and everything and most of the time that does not. It never out. works. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, it, you know, it's one of those with, with you know, I think we hear a lot when we're in high school 
like whenever you're part of the church, right? And in youth group and stuff like that, you know, it's always like, don't missionary date, don't mm. missionary date. And it becomes a real big principle for you. And I think it's a good reminder as we get older with dating that those same principles that we held whenever we were like in the youth group and in the church younger really has to apply in future dating because mm. it the principle still, you know, sometimes we have a lot of baggage. So we're like, oh, we'll just take, <laughs> we got to take what we can get, you know, uh-huh. and it, um, it, do, it really doesn't apply later. Well, that's a good point, too. Like, we all have baggage. So, yeah. like, why are we coming into a relationship trying to fix them? We need fixing, too. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah we, yeah, we might have found, you know, the cure, <laughs> which yeah. is Jesus, and they haven't. Yeah. But it's, it's, I know, it is funny, right? It's, like, yeah. just an extra huge stress like, uh, yeah. that you're putting yeah, yeah. on a relationship at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah. and, and Especially just, those are your principles and your morals, and, sure. you know, it's, it, there's a lot yeah. that goes into it. Yeah, and it does influence, you know, who you are spiritually over mm. time. And so if you're constantly dating people that are, you know, non-Christians with that kind of intent, it, you know, it, it is going to shape your faith. It is going to change, you know, your spiritual walk because, you know, you are going to be influenced by that person if you are connecting with them. Yeah. And so, you know, dating is, is definitely more intentional, obviously, looking back on it, you know, out of it, been married for a little bit now. I know <laughs> that— um, you know, it's it's hard to talk to somebody that's in, you know, younger, starting to to date and have them with that intentionality of mm. this is preparing you for, you know, your future wife. This is, you know, but but yeah, um, that w- that's what I thought of at first. And then so um, but I, I thought of as well. Um, so you guys have both been through uh, divorces and everything. And I know, Kyla, you are leading kind of a divorce group here at the church. Right. Tell me a little bit about that. So, um, we meet every Wednesday night, um, and it is really amazing to be with people who are walking the same path that you're walking and are in the church, um, because sometimes we talk about divorce out in the regular world, and um, the same weight isn't you know, we feel like, you know, there's a weight to a divorce and there's a, you know, it's sadness and brokenness. And we went into it thinking we were going to stay married. And in the real world, outside of the church, um, it's just kind of not a big deal. Right. Like it's just, but everyone in the room is is walking through this divorce and want to know kind of where does it fit in the church? Where is God um, meet us, you know, right. um, during that process? So it's cool to be in, in a room full of people that um, have, you know, gone through, understand what you're saying Mm. and also don't diminish it. Like kind of don't, uh, make it seem like it's a lot. Oh, everyone gets divorced. You know, it's like, it's a big deal and, um, it's hard, but. And I think it's, it's, it is a bigger deal to us as Christians too. Cause I Mm -hmm. I went through that, like took me a long time to recover from the sadness of it. And, uh, and it got to the point where some people were just shocked. Like why, why are you like, just Mm -hmm. move on, get back out there. And even like, Months later, they're like, just get back out there, date again, like meet somebody. I'm like, how? Like yeah. this was every like as a kid, you know, you're, you're right. I see my parents do it the right way. I saw my grandparents do it the right way. And then I expected that from my life. And then you go through it and it just shatters. And you're like, I, I truly, it does something different, I think, to a Christ follower than, because like yeah. you said, it is so nonchalant out in the world. And it's just like, it's almost an expectation. It's like, are, oh, you're still in your first marriage? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it's like, whoa. But for us, it's like, no, that that was my end. Like, that's what I thought was going to be it for the rest of my life. Right. Till death do us part. And then it wasn't. And it was, so it's, it, it was devastating. Yeah. Um, so since you guys have been through that and everything, are there any 
you know, things that you guys have, have found that been, have been helpful to, you know, get you through that stage, stages of, of grief and everything going through that? What, what can you give as an actionable taken away to, to somebody that may have just gone through a divorce or is going through a divorce? Um, anything come to mind for either of you? For me, it was being, even when I didn't feel like it, being connected to the church <laughs> and people at this church, whether it was just getting with Pastor Devon for a conversation, whether it was being part of a small group, uh, which was my young adults group for that time period. Um, that those were moments I didn't feel like it. I was, I felt, you know, there, cause there are moments of anger where you're like, why did this happen? Like you, you want marriage, you think of marriage highly. So why did this happen to me? I feel like I did it all right. Why did this happen? And you'd almost don't want to press into the church, but like even in those moments where I didn't feel like it and I forced myself to huge, huge for me. Like it, it would not, I don't think I would have recovered the way I did if I didn't yeah. do that. And yeah, that, and talking with that, like you, as Christians, we, we do hold marriage to this higher standard. And so mm. <clears throat> a lot of times it, it is hard to, to go through that because it's almost like you're expecting the judgment of that community of your mm, church almost true. like, so you, you don't want to come, but right. leaning into that and, you know, going through with, you know, the divorce group, but, you know, people that have been through a similar walk, a similar situation mm -hmm. and then leaning on them to, you know help guide you through that and everything. Um, but as far as, um, that was one of the, the points that I thought was, was really good, you know, is that God has a sacred view of marriages. And with that, you guys talked about like the difference between, you know, just culture and, you know, people that are outside the church, how they view marriage and how they view divorce is, is so much different than, you know, how we do in the church and starting with like the ceremony of, you know, is this something that we're really holding to high regard or is it just something that, you know, we check the box so that we can get to the party and everything. Um, that was something that, that I thought was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, relevant, yeah, relevant <laughs> and something that I see a lot out there, mm -hmm. you know, today. Definitely. I mean, I've been to a million weddings where it's, you know, it's speedy, you know, to get, you know, to the, the fun part and you're, you're almost always relieved. Oh, thank God. You didn't talk that long, <laughs> uh -huh. you know, but, um, you know, you, you see more, you know, in the, you know, when you're in those really committed relationships where it was talking about, like in the beginning, whenever he was talking about marrying, you know, somebody in your same faith, mm -hmm. those really faith driven couples are going to have more, you know, of a ceremony that's driven or, you know, that's based around Christ. Yeah. And, um, that's how you can always, you know, um, you know, I remember certain friendships that are friends that are, you know, strong in the church and people, and that it was more about the ceremony and a lot less about the party and every, you know, everything that followed after yeah, it. Yeah, that was a conviction. I was sitting with my fiance and we both asked Pastor <laughs> Devon, can you do this in 10, 15 minutes of our ceremony? <laughs> we're like, we're, and, we're like, and then when he said that, we we're like, oh, we both looked at each other. Like, oh, like, we have to have longer He's now. talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, I totally get it. Everything he said was, was so true. Um, we do. And I don't know that it's like, you don't have to have a 30 minute ceremony, but I think it is when you, when you mm. are at 30, 40 hour, whatever, how long your ceremony is. I think it's more about the meaning the mean and, yeah. and 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 the focus like sure. if your focus sure. is like if you're totally looking past that ceremony that's the mm -hmm. actual that's what we're here for and looking to the food to the cake to the dancing yeah probably you know that's fun and we do want to celebrate because it's a beautiful thing when two people come together but that moment of like being bound together is pretty powerful and definitely need to to, to soak that up and not look past it yeah yeah pretty serious stuff 
yeah, the it's not necessarily the duration that is the most important part right, of that. It's right. more of the intent and right. you know mm-hmm. how you're holding it to be exactly uh, sacred and everything. Because yeah, I've I've had friends that you know just have you know one of the the groomsmen gets ordained and just does, does the ceremony, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah, it's yeah. just you know makes it like a like a stand up comedy act kind yeah. of thing where they yeah. just you know go or the that. Vegas the Vegas wedding, right? Yeah, like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so definitely seen you know a lot of that um, you know going on and but. I do think it has carryover effect because I, I have friends as well that, you know, date for very long periods of time and don't even consider marriage. They don't even want to get mm, married because interesting. there are not really great examples in their their life of strong, healthy relationships, strong, you know, marriages. And so I see that more as well. And, you know, not necessarily in the church, but, you know, people that maybe not affiliating with the church, they they look at marriage as this thing that is destined to fail. It's not something that, you know, is really, you know, alluring. It's not something they really want to dive into. And so they either hold off, delay it as long as possible, or they just don't even have it as a consideration. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say the same is, um, well, I can speak for myself. It is very scary to think about getting remarried Mm. um, because you're, you know, as somebody who's been divorced, um, the idea of like, is it going to fail again? Mm -hmm. And so it took me a long time to realize like through my grieving process of divorce and, you know, what it all entailed that it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's taken a lot of time for me, you know, to realize that. So I think it's the same thing as maybe your non-Christian friends, even people in the church that, that have been divorced or feel that like, Mm -hmm. ah, like maybe, maybe I'll just, I won't like here. I mean, Kelsey and I are like we're re- like two weeks out, less than two weeks out, and mm. we still talk to each other like we. You're not going to go anywhere, are you? <laughs> like, yeah, like it's, the, scary. it's scary, and we are committed to each other. Like yeah. we are so excited, but both of us, both of us, she has also been through a divorce, yeah. so both of us have this fear of like, you're not going to go anywhere in a couple of years, yeah. are you? Please, scary. like, and, and and we obviously don't put any weight in it, and mm-hmm. we kill it as soon as that thought comes up, but it's like, it's scary. It's there. And it's, it's scary. And I think that's a good thing to talk about. Like, so in the divorce group at Centerpoint, we have people that have been divorced for years Mm. and are still part of the group because they're still healing Mm, from it. And they might even be in new relationships and, you know, and they're, you know, it's not these people that are fresh off of, you know, oh, you know, most, most of the people in group are actually divorced. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to heal. Mm -hmm. So I think going into it and being able to talk to people in the church that are, Hey, I'm scared. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm scared of this is, I don't know, refreshing, honest, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, you know, it it really is. I believe in marriage, but my marriage fell apart. And so, Mm. you know, being honest with it. Yeah. I think leaning into, like you said, those, those type of groups and, you know, looking for those examples that have gotten remarried that, you know, have a beautiful marriage now and like seeing that as, you know, something that you can, you know, align with and everything. And so that you can not feel as scared going into that is, is something to, you know, surround yourself with because yeah, like a lot of times it's just like, well, I don't even know if marriage is something that, you know, is, is going to to hold together. And so, you know, you could just distance yourself away or you can, you know, look for those examples or you can, you know, lean into the groups that, you know, are surrounding yourself in the church. And, um, I think that's, that's a a really good way to like, for people, like you said, that have been going through it for a, a very long period of time. And, um, it's not a, you know, 
step-by-step process. You know, every divorce is a little bit different. And he kind of talked about that. He talked about, you know, different examples and how the Bible doesn't lay out these perfect, you know, scenarios of when is it acceptable, when is it not, you know, what is the, what, how do you define, you know, abandonment? You know, he, he goes into two reasons that they, that he lays out in scripture of, you know, abandonment and adultery as, as things that, you know, the Bible looks on as, um, like, okay with divorce and everything. And so, um, but yeah, he, he called them like allowances, basically yeah, yeah, like yeah. allowances for divorce. And, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, it's, it's so true because I mean, I've seen people, I have friends that have been through adultery, uh, and, and one specific couple was, was a mentor I went to during my divorce actually. And he, uh, him and his wife went through an affair and, year and a half later, they have never been happier. Another child, just like, and incredible. And then I have other friends that that's it one time. And it's just unacceptable to them and it's, and, and it doesn't work out. And so I think that's why the Bible, like you said, it doesn't give a set instruction manual, mm-hmm. right? It kind of, it's not vague. It gives us what's okay and what's not, but it doesn't say like, this is exactly what has to be done because people can fight through it, uh, adultery. That's why I didn't say if, if there's adultery, you have to divorce. It's yeah. saying, it's a reason to divorce, but you can fight through it. It, it can happen. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with abandonment. Like that can be reconciled as well. But, but also I think the, I think God would really wanted us to know like, Hey, but these are issues that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And some people will not be able to recover from them. And it's because we're different. Every person is different. Some people have higher, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm kind of trailing off here, but, uh, but you get what I mean. Like it's, it's, everybody's different. Everybody has a higher, higher capacity to fight for something. And, and I've seen it both ways. And, yeah. and in my scenario, it went the, it went the, the way I didn't want it to go. You know, it was abandonment and it's, and it ended, but in other scenarios, it, it can be reconciled. So it's, it's really, I think it's a three-way street. It's goes back to the partnership thing that, that pastor Tom talked about. It's not me and God in this relationship. And then I, I have a significant other. It's three of us. It, it, this is a working relationship. All of us are yep. pulling not equal weight. He's pulling most of the weight. Obviously God is, but it's, there's a two way street here. We have to consider each other and how we react to things and consume things. And, and you're, you're knit together in that union. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's coming together as one. It's not just me and what's most accommodating for me and what, how do I live life? How, you know, you have to, you have to come together and, and yeah. I think it goes back to your um, point with, you know, how you got uh, spiritual guidance from pastor Devon. Mm, yeah. Like that vagueness almost that's in the Bible about surrounding divorce. That's mm. when you really do lean into your spiritual leaders and who, you know, um, you know, have some actual good sounding, you know, I don't know, answers that, they, you know, they've been, they've have, you know, degrees and studies and all of these, you know, different experience issues, and yeah. experience have met people. Um, like I leaned a lot, obviously on my dad and, you know, and you know, is it, what do I do? You know? And, you know, I got a lot of guidance from him spiritually. Um, but then I also leaned into a lot of actual therapy too, right. to kind of overcome it. But both of them were very, uh, different, but needed, like I needed to know where I stood with God mm. in divorce. You know, that was a big thing that I wrestled with. So, you know, that spiritual guidance to kind of, um, really, <laughs> Sometimes we, sometimes we don't want to hear everything, but it's important. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. Talking about, you know, it should be 
a last resort type of thing. It's not, you know, going through this, oh, we got in a fight and, you know, we don't agree on this and, you know, we're just going to get divorced or we fell out of love and, you know, that was kind of, you know, we're just going to move on and everything. But it is something that I I do feel like is, is more commonplace. You know, you do see a lot of people that have gone through divorce and everything. And, um, why, why do you guys think that our generation and our, you know, People are are getting divorced a lot more often. It seems. Is there any? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I mean, I think. Go ahead. No, I do. You got it, you I got mean, it. I think that. Um, I think people get married for the wrong reasons. I have things like the parties and the experience and all of that. Um, I think, you know, I don't feel like um, in the church, at least the people that I've known, don't necessarily get married for the wrong reasons. I think that they're just not. Um, preparing themselves enough to make it, you know, a long lasting relationship. And so it kind of falls apart. And then, but also then they kind of let outside influences mm, yeah, it's huge. Um, justify why they can get divorced as opposed to like the real spiritual reasons to right. get divorced. Um, in my, that's in my opinion. No, and, and it's true. And it's, I think it comes down to something you kind of hit on a little bit of like love, right? It's a feeling. Love is a feeling. But unconditional love is a choice. <laughs> like you're not going to wake up every single day and have this giddy romantic feeling towards the significant other. Like it just it typically it, maybe you will, maybe you maybe you just follow that. But it, it from every older couple, younger couple, anybody I've got guidance from on relationships, they're like, no, there are days where we just can't stand each other, and it's just it's a matter of working through that, loving each other unconditionally, remembering your vows. Mm-hmm. Pastor Tom said that, and it's it's so important to remember what like I think we don't understand what till death do us part <laughs> means. Like uh-huh. it's not till I wake up and I'm out of love with you, and I don't feel like dealing with your crap anymore. Am I allowed to say crap? I think I said it last week too. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh-huh. it, but it's true. It's like, it's, it's not about that. It's, there's a difference in the feeling of love and the choice of unconditional love of like, mm-hmm. no matter what, I'm going to love you. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I think, like you said, it, it all starts the intentionality of the ceremony of what you're doing, getting into the marriage and how you're looking at marriage. And is it God ordained? Is it something that God looks highly upon and yeah, having that intentionality at the beginning. Uh, one of the scriptures I, I just wanted to uh, read that he mentioned in the sermon today is from Malachi 2, 13 through 15. Uh, and here's a second offense. You fill the place of worship with your whining and sniveling because you don't get what you want from God. Do you know why? Simple, because God was there as a witness when you spoke your marriage vows to your young bride, and now you've broken those vows, broken the faith bonds with your vowed companion, your covenant wife. God, not you, made marriage. His spirit inhabits even the smallest details of marriage. Mm. And what does he want from marriage? Children of God. That's what. So guard the spirit of marriage within you. Don't cheat on your spouse. Um, And so... That was just something that kind of wraps it all up and everything, you know, mm. holding it to that that high regard. Um, any any closing thoughts? Any any last things that you guys uh, got out of the sermon today? Um, for me, I kind of <laughs> on the stream, I kind of said this too. It was just for those things that are not those like qualifying, th- those like allowances that God gives us. Like I get it. If if 
And I've kind of been there too. Like if I was cheated on, I don't know that I could recover from it. I don't. It, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm an emotional dude. And so I don't know. But I, but for anything else, like when you're just like waking up and not feeling like doing it, when you wake up and you feel like I haven't, I don't feel like I've loved him or her for a while or uh, don't give up. Like that's, that's the biggest advice. I think Pastor Tom said that it just don't give up, give it everything you've got, commit to your vows. It is worth it. Like ask the older couples that tell you the junk they went through and they, they're like, we just didn't give up and we kept fighting for each other. And now we couldn't imagine where we would be if we had given up. And now we're so thankful we didn't don't give up. Now, again, there are, there are situations where you might just have to, you might have to step away, but if it's not one of those, like fight for that, Mm -hmm. fight for that relationship. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was, if you are single, making sure that you're dating with intention. Mm -hmm. So, um, even, you know, if, if you've never been married or if you're divorced and single, make sure you're not just uh, dating unintentionally just because you're scared and because you you don't really want to trust anyone to get that close to you. So yeah, yeah. that's that was my big takeaway. Right, Ooh. definitely. And I, that's I, huge I feel too. Like, I'm not. I think Dad wrote that for me. <laughs> 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 he was like, okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Um, thank you guys for for sharing today. Thank you for being vulnerable with this. And uh, did you I bring us so. in because we're the experts? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Like, these are the, the only two divorced people I know on the podcast. <laughs> well, it works. So um, perfect. That's right. So, I, but Feel I feel used. I, <laughs> I encourage anybody that's listening to this that may be going through a tough time, a divorce, to reach out to either one of you because yes. you guys um, are are great at uh, advice and everything. So, um, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week.